Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Ebony Griffin, your host for the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast. This podcast is directly related to all the changes that we've experienced in the past couple of years. So let's get right to it. I'm going to start with the scripture numbers, chapter 14, verse 1 through 10, specifically verse 1. I'll read. So they said to one another, let us select a leader and return back to Egypt. Now the background here is that the children of Israel were slaves. They cried out to God for help. God sent Moses to be their leader. And as their leader, he was charged with the assignment to free the Israelites from slavery. Now they had been calling out, like I said, asking God for help. Uh, But now that they've been out for a while free, They start to complain about Moses, they're complaining about food, they're complaining about his leadership, they're complaining about their freedom, and they say out of their mouth, let's get another leader and let's return back to Egypt. Now wait a minute, just think about that. They were free, but they wanted to go back to being slaves? Yep. They wanted to go back to being slaves. Wow. So they were complaining and a group of them would rather be subjected to forced labor. They would rather be told what to do. They would rather be issued their food from the Egyptians and subjected to the laws of Egypt rather than to be free to make their own laws, to make their own community, to dwell with one another and do as they please. They wanted to go back to Egypt. So you know what happened to those people that wanted to go back to Egypt? God recognized that they couldn't be used for the next leg of the journey, the journey to reap the benefits of the land of milk and honey. And that generation actually died. Yep, they died. A new generation was born that were warriors and not warriors and they were not this new generation was not complaining they weren't upset they weren't griping they were focused on the next journey this new generation got to live and they got to experience what was before them they weren't so steeped in the tradition of the Egyptian mindset or how things were or had always been these this new generation got to see the promised land now I want to make mention of Peter Peter is in the the New Testament and his almost returned back experience now I love Peter if you talk to me you know I'm just really there are few there are a lot of uh bible individuals that I just really want to talk to and I I love Peter is one of those individuals uh he had the the most questions he wasn't afraid to think for himself 
even if he was wrong in his actions, he was not afraid to be vocal and stand to be corrected. So he didn't mind being corrected. And it, that's one of the things that I liked about him because it was like, how would he have known he was in, wasn't in the right place of thought had he not said it? He just didn't hold back. So I can appreciate that about Peter. He, he even, just an example of that, he cut a man's ear off to defend Jesus, but Peter didn't recognize or understand how God wanted him to function in his assignment. I don't want to get diverted with that, but so Peter went back, and that's what we're talking about going back. So you know him, uh, as I said before, he started off uh, with his brother Andrew as a fisherman, Peter did. Peter, after the crucifixion of Jesus, he goes back to fishing. So in the book of John, chapter 21, verse 3, it says that the disciples were together by the sea and Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. And then the other ones, the other disciples followed. Verse 7 says, when John told Peter Jesus was directing them to cast their nets for more fish, Peter got so excited, he hurried and put put his clothes off. So he basically like put on his clothes and plunged into the sea towards Jesus. He thought he was going back to fishing originally, like that was his plan. Hey, I'm just going to go fishing. Um, but he didn't turn his back on what he learned from his time with Jesus. Peter did not stay in the same place he was after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. After experiencing Jesus, he could not just fish and pretend like that time with God didn't happen or that it didn't exist. When we see Peter in the book of Acts, he's in the upper room, he's holding prayer meetings, he's giving sermons that where he's giving sermons that are so, so amazing and so powerful that more than 3,000 people are receiving the word of God and are being baptized. Peter is arrested several times. He is healing the sick. He's raising the dead. He's being so bold and defending God. He could not go back. He couldn't go back. He couldn't go back after his time with Jesus he could not go back. He could not go back to the normal humdrum life of fishing and forget about Jesus. He couldn't forget about Jesus existing. So my personal stance here, when we look at the difference between those Israelites and Peter, I too agree that I cannot go back. I cannot go back to a church that's just hucking and bucking around. I cannot go back to chickpeas, collard greens, sweet teas, and fish dinners. I cannot go back to a church pushing fear over faith. I cannot go back to cliques within the church and business as usual. I cannot go back to even having conversations with people that don't even recognize the sovereignty of God, whether you're in church or out of church. I cannot go back to that. Now, I, I want to see and experience my promised land. I want to step foot on the land of milk and honey. I want to be a part of the church that is healing the sick where 3,000 or more are being saved on the word alone. I can't go back to anything less. 
If anything, this pandemic has revealed such a stark reality about what people believe. Do you believe the Bible or don't you? Is It's really just that simple. Will you follow the precepts in the Bible or won't you? There's no gray period or area here. There's no gray area at all. It's either you surrender everything you have to God or you don't. Either you want to be free or you want to be like those Israelites and go back to Egypt as a slave. So where are you? Please be the person that found faith in Jesus during the last two years. Or be the one that's like me, that God had to retouch my eyes so that I could look at him differently and understand the difference between what was the past and what is current. Now I'm desperate for him. At this stage of my life, in my walk, I am desperate for God. I'm so focused on him. I'm surrendering to be used by him in a mighty way. So what's the big thought? The big thought is, I pray that you do not go back. I pray that you don't complain about what you see and think about going back to Egypt or back to 2019 even. Going back, going back, going back robs you of your potential. It hinders your progress. Trying to go back and even thinking of going back not only is a slavery mindset, but it could be the death of you. So be the person that feels so free that you're running to Jesus like Peter. That is all in for God. You're all in for God and you're moving forward in the promises of God. And refuse to ever, ever, ever. You won't ever go back. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. It has been a pleasure. Until next time, good people. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small.